0: This is The Wrap, a weekly show bringing you the movie news and fun stuff that happened throughout the week. This is episode 37, and it's Friday, July 5th, 2013, and I am your host, TJ. To start off the week, as always, I posted my box office report on July the 1st, uh, recapping uh, the number one through eight slots over the weekend. The number one was, uh, as expected, Monsters University. We still don't know the budget that was uh, spent on Monsters University. But over the weekend, it did gross domestically 46.2 million. Uh, 129.3 million million is the foreign total. And uh, worldwide, as of Monday, it had 300.3 million worldwide. That is week number two for Monsters University. A pretty good film. A good film indeed. So. Uh, number one, Monsters University. Number two was The Heat. Uh, it had a budget of $43 million. It brought in $40 million over the weekend, and that was its current total as of Monday. I uh, I saw the film. I wish it were better. It wasn't terrible, but I, I wish it were better. Uh, that's that's pretty much what I have to say about that film. It, that was the number two film. That was the first weekend for that film, so uh, that was pretty good. Number three is World War Z. Uh, it had a budget of $190 million. This is its second weekend outing and it brought in 29.8 million over the weekend domestically. Uh its current domestic total is 123.7 million. Current foreign total is 135.3 million. So 259 million worldwide total for World War Z. And uh that's not doing too poorly and it's not a bad film by any stretch of the imagination. It's actually a pretty good film and I enjoyed it. So not not unhappy with that. Number four was a White House down. This film is pretty much bombing at the box office. It's, it's not doing well at all. Uh, it had a budget of 150 million. This is the first, uh, this was the first weekend for it and it was, it brought in 25.7 million, uh, and that is its current total. So 25 million for a $150 million film. On its first weekend, not good. And I actually liked it quite a bit. Um, I'm, I'm not sure why it's doing so poorly. Well, I, I have my suspicions that perhaps it angered people on both sides of the political aisle. I don't know. Um, the users that have rated it on Rotten Tomatoes are rating it decently, but um, the critics don't really like it at all. So that was the number four spot with 25 million. Number five, Man of Steel uh, had a budget of 225 million. Uh, It brought in 20.8 million over the weekend, and this is the third week for Man of Steel. So, not bad. The current domestic total is 248.6 million. Uh, 271.7 million is the foreign total for a 520.3 million worldwide total. This is weekend number three as of Monday for Man of Steel. I hated that film, so I'm sorry to hear that in some ways. It's just encouraging them to make more bad films. But I'm, I'm actually hopeful that the next Man of Steel film would be better. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, number six is This is the End, weekend number three. 8.7 million weekend gross. The current domestic total is 74.6 million, 2.4 million foreign total for 77 million total. Uh, I'm wishing this wasn't even still in the charts. It so, looks so terrible. Number seven, now you see me with a budget of 75 million, brought in 5.5 million over the weekend. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um that would be my phone. Uh the current domestic total is 104.6 million, uh 48.7 million foreign total, uh, 153.4 million uh worldwide. So and you know it's it's doing okay and it's certainly a better film than some of the stuff in the box office right now number 8 fast and furious 6 still on the charts at number 8 brought in 2.4 million over the weekend for weekend number 6 for that film the domestic total is 233.3 million 448.7 million foreign with a 682 million worldwide total that's craziness and not a good film uh, the other thing that I noted in this article was that Star Trek Into Darkness held its number nine spot on the chart, the same as the previous weekend. Uh, it is now it has now made four hundred thirty eight point one million worldwide. That is a win by any stretch of the imagination. So um, that's uh, that's a good thing. On Monday, I also talked about Liam Neeson uh, being willing to star in Taken Three for a large sum of money. Uh, Angie Han on slash film reported this. I'm not quite sure where they're going to go with this (laughs) because what are we going to take him or his daughter again? That just seems crazy. Uh, but she reports, uh, shortly before the release of taken two star, Liam Neeson sounded deeply skeptical about the prospect of taken three. I don't think it's going to happen. He shrugged. I can't see a possible scenario where audiences wouldn't go. Oh, come on. She's taken again. But for an eight-figure salary, he is apparently willing to keep an open mind, and I certainly would be for eight figures as well. (laughs) So I don't blame him, but I certainly blame Hollywood and the screenwriters and anybody involved trying to make Taken 3. Taken 2 was not a great film, and so um, I'm not sure why I would want a Taken 3. But Taken 2 did make a lot of money uh, more than Taken the first Taken, I believe, if I have my facts correct. I don't have that right in front of me. Uh, I, The only thing I can figure is that the target audience and demographic don't care too much about the story, but you know, as I wrote in my article, Maggie Grace in swimsuits and short shorts, also things go boom. So apparently that's uh, the reason why audiences want to see this, maybe. Uh, now, Liam Neeson did say something interesting. No, blo- no plot details have been revealed, although contrary to Neeson's fears, Kamen, who is apparently the writer, has said they'll shake up the formula for the third film – We've taken everyone we can take. It's going to go in another direction. He revealed last year. I'm not sure what direction you can go with a film named Taken or a spinoff from the film named Taken, but that's the news that uh, and Neeson would be starring in that film. Also talked about World War Z endings. Uh, Rodrigo Perez on the playlist reported that uh, the original. Uh, ending of World War Z, which was filmed and already you know edited into the film, was not doing well test audiences, and they went and refilmed the entire third act of the film. And I'm glad they did. The original ending does sound pretty bad, and I did like the ending of this film, of World War Z, better than the first two acts of the film. Uh, though totally inconsistent, there's definitely a tonal shift in the film when it gets to that third act. I liked it far better. I wished that the rest of the film had been more like that third act. So that was very interesting, and I recommend that you read this article. It's a good read. A lot of interesting stuff to read there and details about the original ending. So that's World War Z endings, and that's in the show notes for you. Uh, Corey Poth stirred up some trouble in his review uh, – I say trouble. It wasn't really trouble. It was just discussion uh, – in his review about World War Z. And so he wrote a brief article about the evolution of the undead uh, – Hello, Zeke, a brief word about the evolution of the undead – in which he argues that indeed World War Z is a zombie film because some of the conversation around this film has been, well, it's really more of a contagion film and not really a zombie film. And so he wrote his defense – um, Mikey Fizzle, who's a uh, listener and uh, uh, likes our stuff, and he's a fan of the, of the site and the show. Um, and I believe he also listens to the rap. Hi, Mikey. Um, he uh, he also had a response to that, and he was one of the primary movers of the discussion in the review. So you want to check this out; it's a good read, a good article from uh, Corey Poff, who is a big fan of the zombie genre. So he's our he's our champion here. Uh, Behind the Scenes of Pacific Rim is an article I posted on Tuesday with two new uh, behind-the-scenes looks, uh, well, two videos of the same thing split into two videos. Uh, It's very interesting. I always like to see behind-the-scenes, especially as a filmmaker. But the reason that I mention this, though, is uh, more to give you my opinion of Pacific Rim at this point. Uh, at, At the beginning, when Pacific Rim material and promotional stuff started coming out, I was not too keen and thrilled with Pacific Rim. And as stuff has come out more, they've been changing the direction. Direction, and we've been seeing more what looks like possibly human drama and story, and so I'm a bit more interested now. Um, and and at first I thought it was just a rock'em sock'em crash'em film, you know, summer blockbuster with all action and no plot, and I just wasn't excited about it. And they've been revealing that maybe there is more human drama involved here. So I will be interested to see how how things go down with Pacific Rim. I'm hoping it'll be a good film. So uh, that's that's kind of my opinion on Pacific Rim at this moment. Christian Bale won't appear again as Batman, at least according to Christian Bale himself. As Andrew Sims on Hypable reports, the Dark Knight trilogy star Christian Bale is speaking for the first time about his potential involvement with a planned Justice League movie, saying he won't be a part. We were incredibly fortunate to get to make three Batman films, Bale told Entertainment Weekly when he <clears throat> when asked if he w- could slip into the role of Batman once more. That's enough. Let's not get greedy. Of course, Nolan always said he wanted to make one film at a time, and we ended up sitting there and looking at each other saying, we're about to make the third. We never really knew if we were going to get there, if we're going to get to be there, but that is how it was going to be. This is where it should end as well. I understand where he's coming from, but I I, I have to wonder, you know, if they evaluated each film as they went and said, is this worthy of another film? Is this worthy of another film? Can we not do that now and say, you know what? There's more story to be told here. Some have argued with me that, um, the The Dark Knight trilogy doesn't really fit into the Justice League universe, but we don't even know that for sure. They're, they're of course, arguing from the comic book standpoint. The Justice League universe in film doesn't have to look like the comic books, and I really don't know what it looks like there in the comic books. I'm not a huge comic book fan. I'm more a fan of the movies. So I don't know. I, I think it could work, and it could work well. And it doesn't even have to be Christian Bale, for that matter, but it could still include that mythos and that story that we've already told. You know, it could be... Um, it, it could be Robin, um, who has been set up to take the mantle of Batman. As far as I'm concerned, uh, Officer Blake. Um, it could be that. It could be really anything. It's kind of wide open at this point. But I really do think that Christopher Nolan has put already put it out there that that's the end of the Dark Knight trilogy, and he doesn't. He's not going to revive it. And if anything, Pride will probably keep him from going back on that word. So that is uh, that is the news on Christian Bale. He won't be appearing as Batman, which is sad to me. So uh, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, it could always turn around, but I don't expect it to. Uh, I found a Boba Fett video from 1978. Um, you know, it's hard to remember any time when Boba Fett was not a part of the public consciousness in the Star Wars mythos. But he certainly wasn't in 1978, and there was a screen test uh, hosted by sound designer Ben Burt, uh Walked through the character for the first time on screen. It's a lot of fun, and uh, we even get uh, some words from him in the current day as well. So you really should check out this video. That'll be in the show notes. Just wanted to mention that briefly. Uh, Joe Darnell has – as uh, if you listen to the Movie Bite podcast, as you know, he's left the show. He, he will be – he doesn't hate me or anything. He didn't leave on bad terms. He just had a lot of things going on, and he will be back on the show from time to time. He is my backup host after we get established with a new host. Uh, if that host can't make it or if I can't make it, he will step in to fill in the gap from time to time, and he will – even be back on the show as a guest with us from time to time, uh, for fun. But he had to step down and he wrote a little article about why and what he's up to and how he needed a little more flexibility. The thing we cannot pass up is the title of that. And it is in the show notes. I followed up on the heels of that with, uh, kind of my search for a podcast host. And, um, I, I've been having trouble finding one who's had the time or the ability or who can step in and fill in the gap and, uh, finally landed with, At least for the moment, uh, Chad Hopkins uh, had never been on a podcast before and had not been on the movie podcast, of course. And uh, he's been a listener and uh, for a while and uh, was uh, has been a a supporter and a fan. And so I thought, well, let's let's see if he's interested in being on a podcast, because some people may may like podcasts, but may not feel like they have the voice to be on a podcast. (laughs) And so. We had Chad on, and he did a great job, I thought, and I think that he may grow into this role well, and so uh, he's going to be with me next week as well, and it could be that he is our host uh, going forward. So I put my article in the show notes, um, it's actually titled The Movie Byte Podcast Live Tomorrow at 3 p.m., but there's some other relevant information in there that you may want to read. Uh, I also, uh, Chad, uh, wrote a review, which I uh, posted on the Movie Byte uh, website as an article since Corey wrote the official review for World War Z. But in preparation for the Movie Byte podcast that we did this past week, he wrote a review, and I posted that, and you'll want to catch that. It's a pretty good short little review. And I also wrote a review of White House Down in preparation for the podcast and just to inform you all of how I felt about White House Down. Pretty good film. I gave it four of five stars. And then, of course, we did talk about it on the Movie Byte podcast, episode number 50. Uh, Chad and I did, along with many other things. We did uh, our new uh, feature of the Movie Bite podcast called Trailer Byte, where we run down uh, the current trailers and how we feel about the upcoming films and things like that. So a lot of fun. First time to have Chad on, and he did a great job. It's a great episode. You'll want to give that a listen. That is in the show notes. And then yesterday was Independence Day here in the United States. I know I have a few foreign listeners, so uh, I'm sorry if you missed the site yesterday. There was only like a couple of things that I posted, including this, uh, hey, you guys, it's Independence Day here in the U.S., where I wrote about how we ostensibly we, – we grill uh, hot dogs that are ostensibly made from meat. Uh, it was kind of rainy and soggy in Nashville uh, for the 4th yesterday. In fact, the fireworks in my uh, little town were canceled, but that's uh, in my suburb of Nashville here. But that's okay. Uh we went to I went to my mom and dad's and had some fireworks and kids had sparklers and it was a lot of fun. So I hope you guys had a happy Independence Day. And finally, let's talk about what you might want to see this weekend. Gather the minions and hide the moon because this weekend Gru is back, baby. And uh, of course, also we have Captain Jack Sparrow playing an Indian named Tonto. Uh, so uh, buckle up your seatbelts. Uh, no, the new this week is Despicable Me 2, following up on Despicable Me. I did watch Despicable Me a couple of weeks ago in preparation for this because I had never watched it before. And I have to say it wasn't a great film, but it was okay. And certainly, certainly some fun to be had. Um, although it just doesn't, why can't people get up to that same level that Pixar is at? I don't quite understand. So anyway, uh, Despicable Me 2, I'm kind of feeling meh about it. Eh, we'll see. I will see either that or The Lone Ranger tonight, and then Saturday I will see whichever one I don't see tonight because we also have The Lone Ranger where Captain Jack Sparrow stars as an Indian named Tonto. Of course, I say in jest, uh, it is Johnny Depp who is playing Tonto, and he appears to be the star of this show, of this film, so – um and I'm not expecting great things from this film. It feels like the Pirates franchise was feeling a little bit of fatigue, so they went to a different franchise, but brought the same character with them because it draws in the crowd. So not really looking forward to that. Uh oh by the way, Despicable Me Too is PG, The Lone Ranger is PG 13. Still in theaters, Monsters University, great film. The Heat, eh, worth watching. I did see it, eh. World War Z uh, is also still in theaters, White House Down, Man of Steel, This is the End, Now You See Me, Fast and Furious 6, Star Trek Into Darkness, and The Internship. Well, that is all for this week. If you would like to view the show notes online, you can find those at moviebyte.com slash therap slash 37. If you want to keep up with me, you can follow me on Twitter. I am TJ Draper Pro. You can also follow Moviebyte on Twitter. We are moviebyte over there. And you can like Movie on Facebook at facebook.com slash moviebyte. And make sure you visit the website, and I will keep you up to date every weekday at moviebyte.com. That's it. Thanks for listening. Have a great, awesome weekend.